0: Welcome to As the Wheel of Time Turns, where we unravel the weavings of Amazon's Wheel of Time. I am your Nyblisp BJ, and I am joined by Sarah. How's it going? I am doing well. I've
1: read one book and I'm ready to be an expert on this subject, so here we go. I am
0: excited. And Bree, how are you doing?
2: And I'm doing well, and I'm also very excited. I have read all of the books, finally, so I'm ready for the start of the series
0: um we are missing our uh newbie novice uh but he will be joining us for the actual tv show as uh a lot of this is going to be spoiler ridden um we're going to try and do our, our initial segments which won't have spoilers as best we can and then we'll go a little bit more into uh some spoiler content and so uh, just in general um, our episodes are going to be broken down into two parts the first part will be just talking about the trailer in this case um, or the episode that we watch um, we'll have a recap we'll have tavern of the week which is going to be who we think is the most interesting character of the week followed by gleeman's corner the best scene and best quote um, we'll see if they go together or have to be separated out Um, We'll have Novice's Notes, um, which is going to be theories and speculations, uh, mostly by by Lee, um, who hasn't read any of the books. And so he's just uh, going to be spinning his wheels, and we're going to do our best to encourage him. Um, And that will end our non-spoily part of the episode. And then we'll have part two. Where we go into reading the pattern, um, where we think things in the show fit into the bigger picture, um, we'll reference a lot of the book things here and see, you know, sort of what scenes come from what books and and sort of what's being condensed. Uh, Weft and the Warp, which will be how things have diverged from the book and and you know our feelings about that, and then disappointed dark friends, basically all the trolls on the internet complaining about all the things. Um, we might add in on some of our complaints, but um, hopefully. And uh, I think this trailer feeds into this. I'm pretty excited about the show. I mean, it, it looks like they're doing a really good job. So see where it goes.
2: Absolutely. I think this is going to be super awesome. And I'm saying that not just as a very excited book fan, but I think it legitimately will be a really exciting um, series. So I'm going to oh go for it. I was just going to say that, you know, I am... A- as a, a general skeptic
1: about this series, <laughs> both um both book and show, I actually like this trailer in our last episode we talked, um I talked perhaps a lot about <laughs> all of the disappointments I had or maybe just general confusions I had about the trailer and what was going confusion. on and how any of it was possibly going to fit together. But this trailer for me, at least the first half of this trailer, which we will get to in a second, um, this trailer for me really did recommend to me that this might be a little more coherent and interesting and specifically an interesting adaptation than I had thought coming out of the last trailer. So I am mildly intrigued is where <laughs> we'll
0: land.
2: Mildly intrigued, <laughs> but yet you're doing a podcast. <laughs> Nobody said I didn't like to talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I will say that, so the main difference I would say between this trailer and the teaser that we had before is there is a fairly consistent voiceover, that is mostly separate from the actual lines in the show. Mm -hmm. Whereas the initial teaser, we just got lines from the show that were sort of interspersed to not really tell anything cohesive, but excited people that have read all the books and sort of know what all the lines are and and sort of where they are. Whereas this one had a lot more of a narrative with uh, Rosamund Pike narrating kind of the overarching story of... Wheel of Time, just in general, mm-hmm. and I think this season in specific. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a good thing to point out too. That really, that first, I hadn't thought about about it in these terms, but that first teaser teaser trailer really was for book people, almost yeah. exclusively. Um, yeah, which I think we you know we got to eventually in our
0: in our right. analysis and of it. I mean, I think some of that sort of ends up being this happens a lot where. People who are fans will seek out any possible content that mm-hmm. is coming out. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, is released to an online audience or, you know, certain forums where this trailer, I think, has been in movie theaters, on billboards, in, in front of TV shows on Amazon Prime, and just on regular broadcast TV. So, yeah. you know, this is clearly what they are putting their their foot forward
2: all their eggs in the basket on this one <laughs> so <laughs> very different from the Billy Zane version that was released at like midnight <laughs> many many years ago <laughs> um so Bree you want to take us through it I can do a light recap um I'm as as we've talked about previously I'm I'm not great on the uh you know actually following the plot lines but so we open with this trailer where Maureen said I, is is taking her O's. um And then it rapidly transfers into um, her going through sort of her quest. So the quest that she's on. And so you get a bunch of scenes about her um, going to go find the people in the Two Rivers. And then um, in the Two Rivers, we then see our five um, young people that this story is going to be following. And so that becomes sort of the key part of this whole trailer is introducing us to we have these five young people and they're really the ones that the dark one, which is a major nemesis in the story, is looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, And that they have to leave their home forever. And Maureen Sedai is sort of going to shepherd them through this passage. Um, And so we get sort of that impression from the initial part of the trailer and then it starts to get sort of as as you said sort of many many uh, disjointed parts mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of back in first trailer world yeah at the end of this one right and so that's where you know there are some really cool parts you get like a woman burning at the stake um, with some people who are dressed in white um, which we'll talk about a little bit later um, maybe in the spoilery part of things um go back you're not helping um sorry and then we get some flash forwards that we'll see you know later i think in this series which are more about when they um are going to go to other parts of this whole world that's being built and then there are other disjointed scenes about them Go into the the waygate, um which will also be discussed later in the spoilery part mm-hmm. um but clearly these people are going to go on a big adventure um and there's going to be many many dark forces arrayed against them
0: so i think like the the other couple of really important things to talk about is uh we get a voiceover from tom marilyn um who explains what asa Dye means and sort of their role in the world which asa Dye means servants of all in the old tongue and they uh, are supposed to be sort of manipulating events as well as sort of guiding the world and uh, countering the Dark One's influence on the world. Um, and then we have uh, Moraine Sedai's uh, narration, which really talks about like the struggle against the Dark One and that um, it's been her lifelong quest to find somebody to, to, ca- to really counter what's, coming to be uh, presumably the ultimate culmination of this battle between good and evil. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think there are a lot of fun scenes in here. um, And a lot of, um, I feel like we have a lot of quotes that we've had uh, tossed around a lot and then a bunch of uh, sort of interesting characters portrayed on screen. Um, So let's start with Tavern of the Week. And um, even, even though I am uh, Bliss, I will hand off to my so, some Thank of my know. chosen uh, <laughs> compatriots um, some of the other uh, heavy lifting. So, uh, Brie, you, you will get to be the uh, decider of Tavern of the Week. But I think each of us should have at least one nomination for who we think the most interesting character in the trailer uh, was. Um I will happily go first. Um, they didn't get a lot of screen time, but the aisle at the very end of the trailer, who is running through battle with the two spears mm-hmm. on their back and grabs the um, the man in the cloak and sort of pulls at him. I think is sort of it is one of the most interesting characters, but for completely spoiler re- reasons. And I was super <laughs> excited to actually see this in the trailer. Um, and so I think for me that sort of Feeds into best scene as well, and I don't know. I, I'm having trouble extricating those two. I think once we have a little bit more on screen time and more people like saying things and doing things, we'll we'll have a little bit more of that.
1: Yeah, I think we can kind of conflate them for for the yeah. moment since yeah. it all gets it, it all gets so compressed. Um, I'm happy to go next, and I'm gonna like super basic here. Um, like I my like best character of the trailer has to be Moraine, simply because like a because. Moraine is far and away, to me, the most interesting of the characters in the first book, just period. But also, like, in this trailer, I particularly appreciated that we are really guilt- getting the the story filtered through her perspective. And so for me, it's just hard not... It's really hard not to choose her as most interesting character, as well as just, like, most compelling character in this trailer. Um, so I'm taking the low-hanging fruit here.
2: Well, I'm going to go real cheap on this one and I'm just going to go with one small little scene that we saw which is Nynaeve flipping her braid back mm. and she just looks so incredible and like it's just such an awesome scene and Nynaeve really comes into her own a lot later in the series she has a lot of struggles to get there but it just it shows so much promise for what she's going to be mm-hmm. Um. so for me I think she's, she's my tavern of the week
0: so uh once you decide between the three choices that we've given you, I want to give an honorable mention to, uh, I mean, if
2: I always choose mine, is that,
0: <laughs> yeah, then I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it away from you because I have ultimate power on this podcast. Um, okay. And, um, I, I, I want to give an honorable mention to, uh, from Bornhold, uh, one of the children of the light that, uh, Brie mentioned before where the dude in the all white getup that had the rings and the bloody hands that, was such a cool scene. That was real badass. <laughs> and- Although
2: do you think that's is that Geofrom, or do you think they're going to combine him with Amon
0: or Bayar? Like I, yeah. I don't know. There're a lot of there, there are a lot of people that could be. There there was a black man in a all white getup that had a bunch of asadi rings on on his uh, uh chest, you know, like by his belt or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you could just tell like there's a maliciousness to him. He did not say anything and he barely did anything. And you can just feel the The nature of his character. (laughs) Yeah. Like
1: I will, I will a thousand percent co-sign that as honorable mention for, for this segment. I mean, that was what a, and it, it was so interesting in the trailer too, because like his image and that very quick scene with him was almost mid trailer. So it almost felt Mm -hmm. like a turning point in the trailer, which was really cool. It did.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I think, I mean, to my mind, this is sort of like, oh, things are going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like there is blood on mm-hmm. the napkin. There's blood on the goblet that like this is not things are going to go easy. He's yeah. having
2: a feast watching a witch burn is what's happening.
0: I mean, what else are you going to do? There's <laughs> already a, there's already a fire. You may as well cook on it anyway. So hmm. um, so so Brie, who so I guess we're going to combine the two for this time. Yeah. Um, in terms of best scene and uh, most interesting character. So who is your decision?
2: Mm. I actually... So you mentioned one that actually I think I will go with, which is the white cloaks showing up. That was... It's such a very impressive scene that I guess I did, I did not expect. And so for me, that is very ex- surprising. A lot of the other scenes I sort of expected. But that one, like in the books... The White Cloaks aren't quite that competently evil. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really kind of a very like, oh, they're really ramping them up. One of the other really cool things about just this trailer in general is we get to see a look at the costuming. Mm-hmm. And I think I think those are actually done quite well.
0: Yeah. And so, so Sarah, I want to nail you down on this right now um, because... Um, and this is a little bit of Disappointed Dark Friends, and but non-spoilery. There are people on the internet that say the costuming looks like Ren Faire castoffs. Mm. And so I, I guess I will, you know, as somebody who uh, does not costuming work per se, but a lot of, you know, makes a lot of clothing and, and has a little bit better eye for such things like
2: very deeply about such. (laughs) Yes.
1: yes i i do and that actually that very point will come up again later in our conversation so i'm kind of kind of skipping through right the trailer again right now just to get a sense because it wasn't you know what's interesting about these costumes and what is not fair about this show and the costumes that we're getting here is that the the say what you will about the last season or anything else that happened in the show but the be all end all for costuming in a fantasy series particularly for me is always going to be game of thrones and in game of thrones we are talking master costuming master embroidery every the amount of minute detail that went to um uh, into the the costumes, the way that different houses were being represented, the way that different character arcs were being represented across an episode or a season or the entire show um, was masterful. So it's difficult for me in a two-minute trailer where there is not a lot of... Honestly, there's not a whole bunch of focus put on the costumes. There's a little bit with, um, with Moraine at the beginning that we kind of get... Um, and we've talked about the white cloaks a little bit, but I, I am not, I am not entirely against the, the internet's view that these look like cast off friend fair costumes. That might not be indicative of the whole show, but what we're seeing right now to me, it is very simplistic in ways that is not distracting to me but does not hold up yet to other fantasies other fantasy series particularly game of thrones in in the way the costumes are are being done that might be just that might be a question of where they have chosen to put their money because this is the first season of a very ambitious show um but for for my money not overly impressed with the costuming
0: so I guess that's fair. Like, so if, if you have a quick second and, and we'll we'll come back to this, mm-hmm. um, I just I guess I really the the scene that I, I want, if you can yeah. find, is them in the tower where all of the Asa Sedai and their different yes. colors and like different dresses are. Is that early? So oh, that's early. Yeah. That's the one it, that. It, yeah, it's it's fairly early on. Yeah. So I on. Think...
1: I'm, I'm looking at it. It's just very, very yeah.
0: small on my screen. Let me see. If um, I get it's the it.
2: one that I wanted to yep. bring up. Yeah. Right. I'm okay. I'm. I'm right there about,
0: about it. it. Um,
2: and we actually stopped it and looked at it for a long time. Mm-hmm.
0: We did, and and so that's sort of why I wanted to get your your sort of yeah. sense here. But like, and then the other thing I want to do is like I think we have a pretty good like we've done a recap, some best scenes. Um, from here on out, we're, we're probably going to have some spoilers. Yes. Um, yeah. I think it's we it's can... just going to be really hard to talk about anything else without dipping into a lot more mm-hmm. of the books. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at this scene with the Aes and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and what full disclosure, I'm looking at it on my phone for listeners who cannot see <laughs> that that is the medium on which I am consuming this. <laughs> so it's not like big, but yeah. you know what, what I will say about this is that like the scene itself is really striking, very, yeah. very cool in the White Tower with um, certain sort of um, groups. That are in pure black or white or possibly gray, um, and then like a, a range, uh, really almost an arrayed rainbow of colors um, in the center and in the middle. The scene itself is very, very cool. I think that they're using the interest and complexity of the scene. Well, I don't know that this is the reason that they're doing it, but like mm-hmm. I think that they're using the interest and the complexity of the scene to hide that the costumes themselves are not particularly interesting.
0: Okay. So some of the things that we were talking about is that there are some dresses that are similar Mm -hmm. and a lot are different. Mm -hmm. And so one of our hypotheses are that um, different nationalities are represented by different dresses. And like, you can sort of see that. Yes. But the other problem that I think that we're having, especially here in one of the like, more interesting, colorful costume choices is that this is like, judging, uh, like, people's style, Mm -hmm. like, at a wedding. Mm -hmm. Because this is super formal. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a super formal thing where basically everybody's wearing a suit. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we'll see sort of how this ends up getting reflected elsewhere. Um, Well, yeah, because it
1: can go either, it can go one of two ways with that, right? Either you're getting actually the most interesting version of whatever they would wear, or you're getting the most formal version
0: of what
2: they would wear. And, you know, Um, know it can sort of go either way.
0: Um, um, Anyway, so... uh, But that...
2: So that is, I think, one of the other interesting things is I listened to... Part of why I'm super excited about the clothing, hopefully, mm -hmm. is that I listened to an interview with the master clothing designer, Mm -hmm. and she seemed like she really knew her stuff about the series. She hadn't read much of it, but she, like, very detailed, like, rationale... Behind some of her choices, mm-hmm. um, that just seemed very, very deeply thought out, um, and very, you know, like they had gone back and forth a lot about the different choices. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll get more of that. But yeah, I am super excited that like all of the the women in the the tower. I was a little bit worried that they would all sort of look the same, mm-hmm. um, and that is not the case. So we do get to see different uh, dresses represented there and that that is something that comes out through the books is like everybody in different nationalities wears different kinds of dresses and they carry that through even though they're assimilated into the as Saddai.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that's really cool. And it is clear in in this scene and they have done it in a way that looks like we are seeing silhouettes and we are seeing silhouettes and details that are like very nationality specific and like, I don't know that I would have gotten that that was a thing from the first, from the first book, just reading it specifically because like, we're so hyper-focused on um, Moraine and really just what like our two rivers people are doing quite frankly. right. But yeah. even I've started the second book now, even reading the prologue of the second book, there is a lot of discussion. We have a bunch of people in a room uh, who are gathered for, reasons. Reasons. Um, <laughs> and you know, just in those first 20 pages or so, there's a lot of observation and discussion about what exactly people's clothes are telling about without them even knowing it or telling about where right. they come from. So like, oh I have got right. a
2: tattoo that they have on their hand mm-hmm, or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh. Yeah.
1: So I I do hope I do hope that the clothes become a little more interesting just on their on face value, I think that mm-hmm. to your point, Brie, they are doing they are doing some heavy lifting with silhouettes and things like that. Um, maybe I'm just not used to seeing the like stark lines of the clothing that they have seemed to have mm-hmm. gone with, kind of for everyone. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and so I think maybe let's condense a little bit of part two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that we're seeing. Um, a bunch of scenes from book one um, in in this trailer. Um, And again, this is sort of where I think the voiceover is doing a lot of heavy lifting because we see was presumably Shinar and Tarwin's Gap uh, towards the end of the series, which I thought was really cool. We see a lot of the Shinarians with their top knots, definitely like a sort of nod to uh, a little bit more Eastern Uh, Or Far Eastern cultures. Um, And I think that's super exciting. I think that there are like some divergences from the book, but like honestly, again, it's a trailer. It's hard to see that many. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the biggest one, and a lot of people are super frustrated about it, is who's going to be the dragon reborn? Like there are a bunch of people coming from the two rivers. Um, You know, what's going on here? And pretty much the consensus among anybody. And everybody National. is, they're just doing that for people that haven't read the books.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Because that, so, that was going
1: to be one of my questions to you. Like, it doesn't bother me that they're doing this as someone who is like a casual reader of the books. So we're yeah. really, I think, specifically referring to, I believe it's Moraine who says, one of the five of you. Right? right.
2: Well, and there's a lot of discussion on the internet about whether or not she actually says one of the five of you, because I, apparently, and I have not done this, but if you go frame by frame and you try to sync up her lips with the word five Mm -hmm. it doesn't actually quite match Mm. and so there's discussion on whether she actually says that or they put that over for the trailer and And that's
1: if if the latter is the case like that's a weird disingenuous move to me like that i don't (laughs) So my it also
2: could have just been editing and they just yeah. happened, They that's what they wanted right. her to say. And yeah. so they just happened to put that in there. Um, because they do seem to be trying very, very hard to back up from the, oh, it's one of the three dudes. Because mm-hmm. right. like, that doesn't ring super true yeah. in this day and age. No, that's
1: true. Well, and I was th- trying to think about that too. Sorry, BJ. This is just my, but <laughs> I was trying to think about that too, because I think I, like gut level, I sort of agree with that but then you also i also think about like they have put so much focus in both of these trailers as incomprehensible as the first one was to me they have put so much on the power of the aes Sedai and that is a particularly female power i mean to the extent that that lee who is not here to confirm or deny this was like oh this this is all it's all about like women kicking ass and so i like it's interesting to me i don't i don't really have a cogent point to say about this but like i I think it's interesting that they perhaps feel the need to
2: go the other way to go the
1: other like i i don't know i don't this is i am not making any sense i just it's decisions are being made (laughs) i
0: i think it you know i think some of it is because we can't get the the dreams that we see in the book and, like, a mm-hmm. lot of the internal mm-hmm. thinking, then then it doesn't make sense to single out the boys mm-hmm. unless you're going to be really specific about the two halves of the power and go into the prophecies and yeah. all of the other things and that... are
2: really detailed.
0: That are detailed. So fast. And there are ways to do, if you really want to do them... But
1: that's real boring for the first couple right. of episodes so, of the show, right. yeah.
0: Exactly. And so I think it's much easier to just be, like, it's somebody from the two rivers yeah. of a certain age. And then, you know, you can take time to explaining it. And it's just not, like, it It just would be frustrating to do the trailer because what differentiates the three boys and, Edw- and Edwin or Nynaeve?
1: Nothing right now. like
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so just for the That's trailer, fair. like, you may as well have it. Um, That's And fair. so um, I think that, you know, a lot of people are complaining about it. And I think there would be a lot of issues... Um, If they chose either Nynaeve or Edwine to be the dragon reborn, Mm -hmm. because I think it, it takes away from who they are later in the books and they'd have to make a huge change, which is like, I get that, you know, it's something to do, but I don't know. I I, I think it's, I don't, it sounds like they're not going to do it. I think it, you know, just promos. Gotcha. Um, I think it
2: becomes a completely different, maybe, I mean, not just a little bit of a different turning of the wheel as Sanderson has called this, but like, a broken wheel and then something else completely new being woven. It's just a different wheel um, over here somewhere yeah. doing something I mean, else. And there's technically some historical, or well, within the within the lore of Wheel of Time, there is some potential pre- precedent for a a female
0: counterpart
2: Counter. mm-hmm. um, to the Dragon Reborn. But that's, I mean, that's just not what this current age is about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this current... and this
0: story. Mm-hmm. Weave.
2: Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so, so, yeah. But that's
0: the biggest,
1: like, the real, at least to my mind, the biggest noticeable change between
0: the yeah. books it and that's what's absolutely. going on so, in the trailer. I mean, to to be, I mean, well, to to go in on a specific, like, there in the books there's no confrontation between Moraine and mm, mm-hmm, Um mm-hmm. But, like, it doesn't make sense to bring in a lot more characters that you're never going to see again or whatever mm. well, else. Well, you'll
2: see in... Seven seasons.
0: <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, I, th- I think there are reasons to do this, just like how it was done in Game of Thrones, where, you know, some of the side characters were combined into one character. Yeah. And, and people that, that read the books are like, why would you ever do that? And everyone is just like, really? <laughs> yeah, just...
1: all real people in the world are like, oh, my God, you have to condense these
2: characters. Right. right.
0: Um, so, again, you know, I don't think it was a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but
2: they're going to have to do a lot of condensing.
0: Yeah. Um... At
2: least they kept Bella.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. the most important character the apparently. Important character. Um, <laughs> the internet also yes. agree.
2: Our dark friends also agree on Thank Bella you. being the most yes. important yes. character. <laughs> Bella may or may not be the creator. Okay, in we're horse not form.
0: dealing with that, you know, weird fan fiction at all on this podcast. <laughs> it's, um,
2: it's a thing.
0: No, so it's been a lot of fun, guys. I I'm looking forward to going through the uh, the actual episodes with you. Um, a little bit of a teaser. We are trying to plan some food around the episodes that we think will be thematically appropriate
1: there will be honey cakes if nothing else (gasps) oh i'm so excited
0: (laughs) so um hopefully we'll have some pictures of that if they turn out better you know reasonably well if not maybe we'll just post our failures and Um, just drink some ale (laughs) yes Um, and do our best from there um and uh i think we're gonna do a little bit of a watch party on saturday it'll be a couple days after um, the actual first uh, episode, um, but we will push the first three out as soon as we can and then do uh, week by week. And I will do my best to be uh, consistent on top of it. Luckily, we have the weekends to, to, to do our notes and all of our uh, turnings of the episodes and talk about them together. And I'm super excited for it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Till then, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.